ACC Coach of the Year, Steve Forbes, joins us for the final time during the Wake basketball season. A little bit of Deacon Inferno on your Monday. From gravel roads to tobacco road, hashtag print the shirts that belongs on a t-shirt. Steve, here's what I got to know, though. What would the Steve Forbes from 10 years ago, riding around on a scooter that was gifted to him by Bruce Pearl, recently fired for someone else's wrongdoing in junior college, what would that guy think of 2022 Steve Forbes winning coach of the year in this league? Well, Josh, thanks for having me. Um, I think he probably would say, no way. You know, that, that, that couldn't have happened. You know, and I, and I remember uh, not that long ago, you know, when I had to clean out my office after that, you know, on my birthday, when we got fired, thinking to myself, I, you know, where, what's going to happen? You know, and where am I going to be? And will I ever be back in Division One? And, you know, not only not as a head coach, but even as an assistant, you just, you don't know. But, you know, when you get, when you get knocked down, you got one, you got a choice. You either can, you know, get, get better or get bitter, you know, and I just chose to get better. And I'm very fortunate to have a lot of really good people around me that care about me and wanted to help me. And, um, you know, I've been able to coach some outstanding players and those things all add up, you know, to, you know, where I am now. But, uh, and, and you know what, I wouldn't change my path for anything. I really wouldn't. Um, I learned a lot along the way. Uh, it, it's probably it's the reason why I'm here, and it's the reason why we're where we're at right now. Is just because of the journey, you know, that I've personally had have been through to get where I'm at. I, w- I wouldn't trade it. You mentioned in one of our early conversations that Greg Marshall, the decision he made to hire you back in 2014, mm-hmm. it changed your life. It changed your career direction. Can you take me to that point when you felt the most doubt, like? I'm not sure if I'll ever be a D1 coach again. And how much longer am I going to be able to survive at this level? Yeah, you know, I was in my second year at Northwest Florida. My first year we went 30-2 and two and went to the national championship and lost. And I went my second year, we went 30-4 and four and went to the national championship and got beat again. And, you know, I was geared up to come back for another year. You know, my son Christopher was going to be a senior in Niceville High School there in, in, in down there in Florida. So I was fine. You know, it was year three. But, you know, I'd had some offers, but nothing that intrigued me. Um, you know, I, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to happen, you know, if I was ever going to get back to where I wanted to be. But I had to get in the right place with the right people, you know. And I had an opportunity, actually. I really haven't ever talked about this a whole lot publicly, but Bill Self had pursued me uh, for a position you know, as a director of basketball operations and uh, athletic director there at that time, really just didn't want to hire me because, you know, I, I didn't have a show cause, but, you know, I, I was coming off of that still, you know, two, two, three years removed. And I understood and, you know, Coach Self to this day is one of my biggest supporters. And, and so, um, you know, I was blown down about it, you know, and we we're in the summertime and, um, you know, Chris Jans is one of my best friends in the world. And, you know, he's the head coach in Mexico State, but he was an assistant there at Wichita at the time. And he called me, you know, late June, I think it was, and asked me if I'd be interested in coming. And I left it up to my son, Christopher, to make the decision because um, he was going to be a senior. And if he wanted to stay, we would have stayed. And he said, no, Dad, let's go. And uh, so we went. And, I, you know, I knew they were coming off the Final Four, but you don't really know. You know, I didn't really, you know, I didn't know the ins and outs of the program and Coach Marshall. I mean, I knew him, but I didn't know him like that. And then, to go in there and, and be able to be sitting next to him and then 
be coaching Fred Van Fleet and Ron Baker and Clancy early and go thirty five and one and thirty and four, that just changed my life and you know, and I give them all the credit uh, for that. Steve Forbes with us. You got an extension today that was made official. I know this is something that's been in the works for a while. Right. And with, now that that extension's official and you finished top five in the ACC this season, what's your vision for this program over the span of your next contract? Well, it's just consistency. I mean, the, you know, I, I've talked a lot about this year about regaining respect. And I think, you know, we're, we're doing that. But respect is is earned it's not given and and to be to re, to maintain the respect for our program and is we need to consistently win consistently be in the mix consistently be in the conversation for winning the ACC the regular season title for winning the the tournament AC tournament for being in the NCAA tournament making you know winning games i mean those are those are the consistency things that come with it and so um you know that's the vision that I have, and that's the vision vision that John Curry has, you know, and that's why I'm here. You know, when anytime somebody hires you, the, you know, the person who's hiring you is telling you, basically, I believe in you. And I think that's a really powerful message. And, you know, John Curry believes in me, and I believe in him. And, you know, I was his number one choice to be the head coach of Wake Forest a couple of years ago. And that means a lot to me. Loyalty is really important to me. And so, um, you know, I wasn't sweating it. I knew – this thing would all get worked out and um, these type of things always do. And, you know, when I have an unbelievable agent, Jason Charney, he handles all that for me. And so I didn't really think much about it. I didn't lose any sleep over it. And, you know, I just kept doing my job and, you know, I knew that John and my agent would get it done. And I mean, this is a commitment to me, Josh, but it's also a commitment to my staff and my players and the entire program. And so, I mean, I think it's a great day for all of us. Yeah, when you uh, when Bruce Pearl won the SEC for the first time in 40 years at Tennessee, the entire staff got scooters. What does the <laughs> entire staff get for winning Coach of the Year? <laughs> A pat on the back. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, and that's, you know, I, I'm glad you, I mean, that's not an individual award. Winning the Coach of the Year is not an individual award. It's a staff award. It's a team award. It's a, it's a program award. You know, it's a a reflection of all the hard work everybody's done and gone through since we got the job, you know, and, you know, I, I, I'm proud of all of them. I couldn't got, I could not have received gotten this award without everybody in our program. And I got great assistant coaches and, you know, and, and listen to the historical significance of the award, you know, it's not lost on me. You know, I'm, I'm truly honored. And I, I don't, I don't look at myself in the category of anybody that's won it. I'm just grateful to be on the list, and you know, and uh, and so I'm humbled, you know, to, to to get the opportunity to have it. Um, I think Coach uh, K and Coach Bray and Coach Larinaga had unbelievable years as well, and they could have easily won it. I think the hardest thing to do in any league is to win your league when you're picked to win the league and do it from wire to wire and. And, you know, my vote, I voted for Coach K, and not because it was his last year, because I think that would be disrespectful to him and the program. I did it because I felt like he deserved it. You know, it's hard. I've done it. When you're picked to win it, and then you go, everybody's purple out, white out, green out, pink out, and you win it. And uh, I respect him for that. And so I respect Coach Bray. I mean, they came, you know, from being picked lower in the league as Coach Larinaga and myself. And I think that's part of the perception problem a little bit with our league this year, too, is that three of the five teams in the top five are not, you know, the teams that have typically been there. And so uh, I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm humbled and 
honored, but I respect the job, you know, that Coach K did and, and Coach Bray and Coach Larenago. I, I appreciate you saying that about K. You and I talked about this a little bit last week, and um, some say that it's disrespectful to Steve Forbes to say that Coach K did a great job. I, I view it as a ton of great candidates are up for the job, and you certainly were deserving of winning the award. I want to close here, though. Steve Forbes with us here. I've now been dating Sarah Bradford for close to two and a half years. We're going to get married in June. And in the entire length of me dating her, she's listened to this show, and she's never once suggested a question for a guest. Never has happened until today. She heard you were coming on, and she's just, she's just wondering, in the offseason, are you the type of coach... She heard the story about players hanging out watching movies in your basement. You have a movie theater there. Are you the type of coach to get tipsy watching stupid movies like Rat Race in your basement? My fiance Sarah Bradford wants to know that. Oh, well, sir, I no, I don't. I don't. Even, I haven't seen Rat Race. I'm, I'm, I'm a fortunately, I, I'm pretty predictable on what I like to watch, and you know, uh, I lock in on. I'm a. I'm a war guy, movie guy, you know, World War II. I mean, I'll rewatch John Adams ten times or Band of Brothers. I watch the same things over and over. I'm a little boring. I did watch that Lakers thing last night. Wow. That new show on HBO. Um, I really want to watch the ACC tournament deal. Um, you know, I haven't watched it yet because I haven't had time. I, I want to sit and study that. But, um, you know, it's funny. I haven't been. I don't go downstairs as much as I thought I would. I thought I'd be down there all the time, and I haven't. I mean, the kids and the players are down there. But, you know, once this thing's over, you know, a lot of times my, my wife, Johnette, will give me a list of some things that she thought was good to watch, and I'll, I'll do it. She's usually pretty spot on. And, um, you know, we bought, we bought a place. Uh, you know, my wife's been married to me for over 30, 33 years. She deserves a, a medal. And um, I bought a condo. Uh, down in Destin, and and so she's going to be able to go down there. And hopefully, I get to spend a little bit of time down there with her, and maybe read a little bit too. So, you know, it's um, we look forward to those things, but we got a lot left here in the tank that we got to keep playing for. You know, and it's it's one and done now. It's March Madness or March Sadness is what I tell the players all the time, and it's your choice. And we got we got to continue to try to play at a high level. Back to shows, real quick. Isn't it true that when John Curry called you? Interested in making you the basketball coach? It was during the last dance docuseries? Right, right, right. It was the second. I watched the first uh, episode. I was in the middle of the second one, and then I never saw any of the rest of them. Uh, I still have it. I maybe saw bits and pieces. But I, was in, I loved it because I had gone to college in southern Arkansas when Tippett played at central Arkansas, and I was actually at the game on some of that footage they were showing um, – in that first series, I think in the first episode. Um, and then um, I, that was it. My life changed <laughs> for the good, but it totally changed uh, that the second week of that. And and I really haven't had much time to, to do anything. And um, I've seen some of it, but I want to watch it all. It's hard to watch that stuff. It's kind of like the, the tournament special. It's just hard. I and I don't like watching bits and pieces. I like to get, you know, where you can see the whole thing. So hopefully... I'll get that done here one of these days. Episodes 9 and 10 of the tournament air tonight on ACC Network. Good plug there. A lot of Steve Forbes action on Packer and Durham today, our show. You're all over the place. I guess that's what happens when you win Coach of the Year. But I do, uh, as you had a lot of success this year, Steve, I do appreciate you always carving out the time for us. And best of luck in March. Appreciate you doing this. All right, man. Have a great, have a great day. Steve Forbes.
joining us as he did all basketball season long. What a year it's been for the Demon Deacons. The last time a Demon Deacon coach won Coach of the Year, 2003 Skip Prosser. The same year that Josh Howard won Player of the Year. That was also the last time the Deacons have had a Player of the Year award until today. You got the combination of Alondis Williams and of Steve Forbes. Coming up, back to Saturday, how every aspect of Coach K's farewell game from Cameron was absolutely ruined Saturday night. Keep it here on The Drive.